MoneyWeb now on the money. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. I'm chatting with Jan Nelson, CEO of Copper360. Jan, appreciate the time today. A recent sense from yourselves. You've been drilling in surface sampling. You're finding, frankly, quite high-grade copper deposits. And this just next to the historically mined uh, Tweerfontein mine. Hi, Simon. Yes, that's correct. You know, I think South Africa isn't really known for massive copper uh, deposits on surface. But this is the second deposit that we've been drilling where we've just been finding phenomenal copper deposits with uh, fantastic copper values on surface. So it really has been uh, very, very good for us. When you say on surface, I mean, is this literally scratching the surface or is that mining speak for very, very shallow? No, uh, I think both. <laughs> both of okay. them. It's, it, 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 it means it's on surface, so mm-hmm. one can start mining from surface. But these deposits, as we've drilled them, are also open uh, to depth, and they're quite big deposits. You know, they're large. They're 50 by 400 meter ore bodies that go down for uh, for 400 meters and are open-ended. And that's one of the things. I mean, this is adjacent to the Tuerfontein mine, which what it was mining in the, the 30s, the 40s. I think it concluded around 1950, recovery grade of around 25%. We know there's copper in the Northern Cape because we were mining it decades slash centuries ago. Yes. I mean, the first mineral discovery in South Africa uh, in terms of modern man was actually um, was actually in the Northern Cape. It was the mm-hmm. copper deposits in the Northern, long before the diamonds and the gold and the platinum. And this was a major copper district. You know, uh, at one stage, Goldfields and Newmont sank a 2,000 meter shaft down wow. on, the, on the historic Karulisberg mine here. Okay, I, I hadn't realized they were going that far down for, for, for copper as well. And, and of yeah. course, you've got, I mean, we, we chatted when you, when you came to market with the IPO. Uh, you're already producing, and in fact, you, you, you've got improved tonnage and grades at your SXEW mine. I mean, again, just, just really good deposits in, in, in the area. Yeah, you know, the business has evolved in two halves. And the first part was um, all the loose rock that was left behind by the previous mining companies who mined here, and they didn't really rehabilitate. And we found that there were copper in those loose rock dumps, and that we are now processing through the SXEW plant, which makes copper plates. Mm-hmm. But we have now, we're, you know, we're in the process of, of commissioning our own plant, a concentrate plant, and we've bought our neighbor next door, which also has a concentrate plant, and that will now treat sulfide ore from the reed mine. Um, so we'll be producing, um, you know, copper concentrate from the mine, and then we produce copper plates from the uh, loose rock on surface. Why were these mines abandoned? I mean, was it just that, I mean, I, I remember the, the Goldfields mine, I think it was about the 90s, where they essentially just moved on. I mean, was it, they didn't have the technology, maybe gold was more exciting? No, no. I mean, uh, I think two things happened. You know, there was obviously a, a, a s- significant downturn in the copper price mm-hmm. in that period. And I think from the perspective of, of a Goldfields and, and, and those companies, um, you know, they mine quite large mines to sustain their overhead structure and their whole company mm-hmm. structure. So a mine must be a certain size for them. And I think these, uh, you know, the, the, the mines that were left were not of the size that they they could continue with, but certainly for a junior company of our nature, um, uh, mining at a smaller rate and concentrating more on grade as opposed to volume, uh, there's still massive deposits for ourselves. So I think it's not that they, they certainly have the technology to deal with these mines, but it was a question of the copper price slumping. And I think that these mines just weren't of a certain critical size and the exploration stopped. And that Mm. continued under our 
chairperson Shirley Hayes in the last 15 years, and a, a number of new discoveries had been made, made and, and, and that's, that's some of the ore bodies we're chasing up now again. When you initially listed, if I recall correctly, you were looking at, at about 15,000 tons within about three years. My senses, with, with uh, reading through the sense announcements, your, your results, which came out late last year, you, you're going to blow past that. I mean, it might not be three years, but you're probably going to get higher production uh, in time. Simon, yeah, as a result of, of Reedberg being bigger than we thought it was and these surface deposits, and, and we've got one or two other big things we're busy looking at, we think that within the next three years we can ramp our uh, copper production on an annual basis up to about thirty to 40,000 tons of copper metal. So wow. it will be a significant change, but it's because of these large surface deposits that we, we're getting on surface, which makes mining easier, cheaper. Mm. Um, but then the grades are also phenomenal. You know, we, we some of the sampling was running at 17%. <laughs> at Wheel Julia, we've had 4, 5, 6, 7, 8% copper on surface. And and you are already producing. I mean, it's early days and there's a lot still coming down the line, yes. but, but, but you're producing yeah. and, and selling. Correct. Yeah, we are selling and producing copper plates at the moment. And as from the beginning of next week, we'll start uh, the first copper concentrate plant. And a month after that, the second plant starts up again. So we will be targeting about 10,000 tons of copper metal um, on uh, for the next 12 months. That'll be our first milestone. And then we'll ramp that up to about 30 in the next or in the following two years. Mm-hmm. You've done some capital raise. Have, have, have you got enough? Because I mean, obviously, there's there's a lot happening. You, you've got the the work ongoing. You are uh, uh, looking to to it was the the uh, reed bag mine. You look to redesign and rethink that processing plant. How's the capital looking at this point in time? No, very good. Uh, you know, we have raised since the listing an additional three hundred and fifty million rand, mm-hmm. of which about eighty percent of that are debt instruments. You know, so we've been careful about not diluting our shareholders, mm-hmm. and then we do have a facility currently in place for about another six hundred million rand. So we have got about eight hundred million rand in terms of facilities that we that we can use, and that will be applied over the next two years in terms of our capital growth program. So we, you know, we are adequately funded to to do what we need to do over the next two to three years. And if you look at copper more broadly, I mean, I, I was back to the PwC uh, Mine 2023 report. I mean, they put copper as one of the, the six critical metals um, for, 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 for the global economy. And I, you know, I'm thinking all these artificial intelligence, uh, every one of those chips that NVIDIA makes, there's copper in it. Yeah, it's absolutely right. You know, I think, uh, you know, a lot is said, and, and rightfully so, about stuff like lithium in batteries mm. and manganese and so on. But everything needs electricity, and the carrier of electricity is copper. Um, you know, and then it is a, a significant component of infrastructure development, um, you know, electric vehicles, and there just isn't enough uh, copper in the world. You know, this just one of the copper mines that shut uh, recently in South America due to safety concerns resulted, um, you know, in the copper price jumping by almost 500 US dollars per ton. And suddenly there was a major deficit in the world again. And that's how that's how fickle the copper market is mm-hmm. in terms of its supply and demand. So there just isn't enough copper. And, uh, you know, copper, like I said, is the carrier of electricity and everything needs electricity. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm remembering my science teacher from way back in the day saying copper is the carrier of electricity. You can't argue with the periodic table. And, and, and of course, you, you absolutely can't. And last question, logistics. We, we, we see a, a lot of miners who are struggling with logistics, transnet and the like. Is that a challenge? Is that something you've managed to work around? I mean, you are doing a, a bulkish commodity. I mean, you talk tons, yes. not, not grams. 
Yeah, we, we, we are very fortunate. You know, the first point I'll make is from, from uh, you know, our operations all sit in Springbok in the Northern Cape and, and mm-hmm. our corporate office is based in Cape Town. Now, from Cape Town to our mine in Springbok, there's not, not one pothole in any road that we drive. <laughs> so the infrastructure is very good. But we are lucky in terms of our offtake that the offtakers that come and take our copper plate <clears throat> and concentrate come and take mm-hmm. it at the mine gate. So oh. when they drive out of the mine gate, it's not our problem anymore. But the infrastructure is fantastic all the way down to Sultana mm-hmm. and all the way down to Cape Town. So um, we're in luckily lucky there, but fortunately for us, we don't have to to uh, you know worry about transport of our material post the mine gate. I hear you. They, they, they come and fetch it, and it's it, it's their yeah. responsibility to get a truck. They will leave it there. Jan Nelson, CEO, Copper360, appreciate the time. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.